0: Wrestling Brain
1: is filmed in front of a live audience and can be found on twitch.tv wrestlingbrain. Come join us Wednesdays immediately following Dynamite to share your opinions or just hang out with some fun guys. And if you are listening to this podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, give us five stars, anything you can to help promote the show. And if you do this, you could be one of the many, many, many people who are saying Wrestling Brain.
0: oh yeah they said it could not be done but defiantly we are back here doing it you are rocking with the wednesday night a show the a double dudes these zoobs the man of 100 likes back in the building mr 50k josh custodio here to walk you through a blood and guts edition of AEW dynamite what a uh insane thing to show just on cable at 7 p.m on this wednesday night we of course we're running up the entire show all the way up and down with the help of producer matt in the back it is the three of us it is all of you the brainiacs in the chat hello and i saw a heel josh raid to kick us off so hello to heel josh i hope you had a great broadcast and to his listeners we of course love a follow if you are here for the first time hit that button we are on the road to 2,000 brainiacs and we would love for you to be one of those Zoobs. how are you doing tonight my big brother you look radiant
1: josh it must be said it must be said it must be said you look incredible <laughs> must be said
0: not what i was expecting <laughs> Oh, no, that's very sweet i'm uh, only from uh you and matt uh encouraged me to take the clippers but maybe more on that in the post show show zooms you look incredible how are you feeling though are you feeling the vibes of a big dynamite
1: what an incredible back-to-back event this is you know half a week apart these back-to-back events uh really crazy to to feel the momentum suddenly i think bursting back into this aw scene and show like it, it's obviously been a very popular thing for a very long time but i think you know obviously forbidden door into tonight with the with the spectacle that you get in the back half of this yeah. show uh i think Really feels like a rejuvenation, re of of AEW here, and uh, yeah, major league. I feel huge. I feel great. I feel I feel thrilled. Absolutely.
0: It's not easy to take the momentum of a big pay per view, especially when they did have an on- off air, or sorry, uh, an angle taking them off air, leading you to Forbidden Door, of course with Claudio and running out the two teams. But it, you know, the pay per view follow up already being. A big show. It's kind of a unique spot that they were in heading into this Wednesday. And I'm sure we'll talk about that more as we get through. But I totally agree. They succeeded at it and managed to harness some uh, big show feeling. We've got a hype train going already. We've hardly even started the damn show. Let me jump into the chat for a few if I can. Let's say hello to the Brainiacs and see how everyone's doing tonight.
1: Uh, and thank you a couple subs, of course. Because uh, you know me. I love a hype train, Zoops. I know what they are and I love being on them. It's the whole point uh, from what I can ascertain. The whole point is hype trains. It's
0: the only reason I do this channel is because sometimes it will say, hey, nothing else means anything to me on here. If not, it's true. G- give me hype train or give me death.
1: If we don't get a hype train, we, we you and I are like running the clock here. You and I look at, we're like, <laughs> all right.
0: One yeah, hour, we hit the hour school, <laughs> like yeah holy
1: moly <laughs> mail in some keep your tickets stretch this stuff out yeah, yeah absolutely
0: get the whole go home queue going at minute 45 at the latest thank you corvax 1266 a five month subscription zooms all always picking up on new people it feels like and then you got people like corvax half a year is a damn long time that's almost what five months is so thank you so much for the subscription my pal cadenza subscribing with prime on a nine-month run of course it's very easy if you have amazon prime which we know you do everyone does we're not happy about it but we all do have it you get one free twitch subscription we'd love if you'd give it to us look at the news look at me we're we're fading away we need the cash
1: poor badly here you want to talk Awesome! You mentioned you mentioned Cadenza. Cadenza getting to the nine months now. Beside all of Cadenza's chats, Kazuchika Okada for a nine-month nine badge. It's, it's just it's just that awesome. Uh, Truly McGinnis six months uh, that gets in the G, that gets then the GWGI. They get the GWGI badge and Mick Vanderhuge, Talk about adding badges, right? McVander huge going the one year. Uh, love to see that. So uh, huge subs and then America is so bad. Ten months Anfield Road. You know, Anfield road has been down for the cause for oh. a long time, throwing gift subs around that is 15 months for Anfield road. That is one year, three months. Uh, awesome. Love to see it. That takes you back to March of last year. Isn't that crazy?
0: Yeah. I remember March of 2020. I don't. Okay. Sterling wise, also subscribing with prime showing just how easy it can be. Thank you. Mom, Joe, haha. Ha, and it's Avenger J for a couple follows. Thank you to Trilly McGinnis subscribing with prime for six months. Uh, saying love and energy, what a week! Shout out to Trilly McGinnis and so many others that I met in Chicago at Forbidden Door this week. Uh, had a couple beers with Trilly. So many people saying nice things about the show, wanting me to send the best to the Zoobs and Maddie. Thank you to everybody I saw in Chicago. What an ego boost that was! Uh, Trilly Chief, amongst it. Cadenza saying looking great. Ashton Kutcher saying I'm looking fresh. Everybody, you're looking in the damn mirrors. That's what's going. Turn your monitors on. Turn your freaking monitors on. This is an audio program, you freaks. Turn it on. McVander using a year feels wild to me.
1: You're turning my monitor on right now. Um, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Kev gifting out subs and a bunch of follows uh from uh Heal Josh's crew. I, I forget what they're I forget what they what they go by. I know that they have like a I forget. Is but, it like uh, Heal
0: Nation? I think it might be the Heal Nation. Somebody from Josh's crew, let us know. What do you go by? Because we want to show the proper reverence uh when another community
1: shows up and decides to chill with the brainiacs for an evening. Yeah, I get the brainy ass. We obviously the friendos are no strangers, so I'd love to know. Uh, so Cold BT saying Josh with a big Mick Foley vibe just you, you now? Get that. now. you get that <laughs> in matter what you you get that in what you do. You, you come on here anytime. I mean, I try to act click. like
0: it's like oh, it's a big thing. There's no there's no greater comparison in my mind than being. I mean, uh, it's only because I'm trying to be McFoley that I give off a McFoley vibe. Like it's not it's not some accident. I didn't like stumble into it. <laughs> Have a nice day to you uh, as well, Stone Cold ET. Like you said, Zoobs. Thank you to kev Cell gifting out subs. If you are receiving one of these gift subs from people, I would highly encourage that you thank them. Steve's Bree, Steveson Bree. Sorry, saying the heel click is the name, like you say, Zoobs very uh so thank you to the heel click for joining in tonight uh one last thing off the top if you don't mind zoobs i'd like to get in a plug early for my patreon patreon.com slash j0shc my full forbidden door review with producer matt who's in the back is up there right now five dollars gets you that my wrestle kingdom 12 review all 64 wrestling brain solo apps that have been put up there uh and uh into my discord where the greatest wrestling chat on earth is going down check that out patreon.com slash j0shc maddie and i breaking down forbidden door
1: i feel like hell i say let's make the whole show this i'm feeling great in this in this first part let's just do the first 10 minutes just us thanking people for watching and and yeah! collecting, collecting subs let's just do this for two hours yeah so, t- <laughs> who cares about us talking about blood and guts we could just talk no
0: of course we have to get to what it is we do best around here and not only because i love this part of the show but because matt wrote what i think might be the best song on the channel
1: haven't uh, heard it yet and tonight we can hear the sounds so i'm i'm really excited so everybody let's do what it is we do best on a scale of one to seven one being the worst seven being the best
0: what do you the brainiacs in the chat and you these zoobs, rate tonight's episode of aw dynamite blood and guts zoops you didn't spend time on it this wasn't a
1: pay-per-view like forbidden door but you know what you did spend of course well i did spend time on it what did i say oh, i said it <laughs> wrong i tell you what i didn't do is spend money <laughs> Uh, uh, no. yeah. It's a seven. It's sevens across the board. Uh, you can you can you can take reverence in your in a, maybe a small misspeak with with the unanimous sevens that are that are coming in.
0: Hit the song, Maddie. Let the scores roll in.
1: One, two, three, four, five. What an idea for a song. Six, <laughs> seven. <laughs> Come on, one nope. two, on me, three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven, come on.
0: The scores have rolled in zooms. Let's see what the people say that we'll hear from the zooms. Of course, like UT zooms, some very high scores coming in tonight. We've got Enfield Road with a seven. Good friend Jake with a seven. Baseball with a seven. corvax twelve sixty six with a seven. Hey, my name is Will with a seven. America is so bad with a seven. Mike Fail with a seven. Fruits are edible with a seven. Thomas BW with a seven. Trillium Guinness with a seven. No clue what this is with a seven. McAndrew Huge with a seven. Cadenza with a seven. Area Thrasher with a seven. Kev Cell with a seven. Ashton Kutcher with a seven. Hits Merrill with a seven. So I think that's, is that the first straight sevens we've ever had?
1: I'm, I struggle to think, uh, I think, I think you're, you're looking at, you're looking at the territory of, um, you know, the, the, the greatest dynamites that we've had, uh, the in terms of, in terms of things that have, that have generated top sevens, you know, across the board, uh, here, I think maybe, maybe, maybe Danielson, uh, Omega, probably probably was right a set, oh, seven, i said all seven night i struggle to think of many that are that i can think of off the top of my head that were full sevens early was, on maybe when we were really excited about some some stuff that in hindsight doesn't feel so big i don't know
0: maybe uh punk mjf1 episode did mm. we do that sevens i don't remember but yeah not uh common for an episode to get straight sevens like that but i completely understand why zoobs are you agreeing with the brainy is this one a seven for you major event
1: uh feels as you said i think um either at the top of this show or when I first came in, just crazy, like, this is a live TV thing, that there's just, like, they just give this away on a Wednesday, coming out of a pay-per-view, special stuff, it's just, like, you you just, you get so used to, I think, sometimes we had in the last decade or so, of, of, like, when a big thing like this is scheduled like oh man, it it comes on with 20 minutes left and you're sort of you know that it's going to get screwed around in some way and and this was just like an hour plus bloody brawl with stuff all over the place and the biggest stars that they have on their roster paying off a huge angle like it's just it's just nice to have to have that to know and to know that it was going to happen in the way you know what i mean it's just uh you, you have to love the business you set it perfect, as always, my brother. You really do have to love the business of tonight. Putting that
0: on full display as the horrible music of Dynamite plays us in. We are, of course, revealed there's a difference in the arena tonight. Two rings uh, accompanying us here on AEW Dynamite in, uh, in anticipation for the main event tonight, the Blood and Guts match. Of course, war games to some people. The two rings surrounded by a cage uh, one at a time. And we'll get into the rules as we get to that match. I'm always a little thrown by the two rings. I just don't like the way it looks on TV. I understand that this is a... Small complaints, but I remember it on the old NXT War Games pay per views too. The other matches, it's like there's like a ring beside there you have to ignore and not use and like not. I, I don't know. It's always a little strange to me. Am I being too picky on that one, Zoops? It,
1: I, I get thrown off, but like the camera angle is different. I'm sort of that like the the comfort level that I have sometimes is maybe yeah. what, what's going off. I mean, I, I, it feels weird that the camera is different. or sort of a thing that I have. Obviously, it doesn't detract um from the from the main obviously literally blood and guts of this show and i think something that they do as well as you possibly can in this situation is they have as much of the night be blood and guts as they possibly can so that it's, does it does it even if it does sort of weird you it, it wasn't there for more than 45 minutes and as
0: soon as we see those two rings the commentary team is basically fully enforcing what you're saying zoobs tonight is about blood and guts they let us know that it will be our main event tonight they run through all the participants of who's going to be in it and then jefferson airplane plays and jane hits the speakers orange cassidy's indie song is back the pixies track wears my mind no longer but that's not the only thing that orange cassidy's got back he's flanked by his faction mates the best friends dressed in matching tie-dye sure you got trent barrett out there but the god of this shit is back where's he been no one knows but he's here now and that's what's important chuck taylor back on AEW television ready for his run at the title uh this obviously gets me juiced uh Zoob, so what did you think of this orange cassidy presentation on whole with the uh, the best friend sort of the whole thing back together
1: so i know we're the the, the changing music surprises me obviously because i don't have the orange cassidy indie match uh it, it does I, I have no idea right yeah i have zero reference for it so um I, f- I felt like the Pixies thing was instantly recognizable and I knew um, immediately it was him every time. I'm sure this will probably get there. I also don't know the song. It's just, it just wasn't a song that I had heard right. literally ever before in my life, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure it is. I'm not saying it's not recognizable, but just for me, it's like it doesn't kindle anything. Where Is My Mind is definitely a more popular Absol- song than Jane. Absolutely, no sure. absolutely, for sure. Absolutely, um, for sure. But I just wanted, and I know, I don't know how much we're going to sort of revisit forbidden door obviously because you already done that thing and i uh it's it's sort of a but i thought it was nice um after what a standout match he had at forbidden door to sort of immediately have him back on and get him a win against a a, like a a real opponent i thought that was a nice sort of thing they even made mention of it on commentary of like him getting back on track after forbidden door it's like yeah he he really did show something at forbidden door that i think maybe he's Falling back into a shuffle that he wasn't at when he was really being featured, having the Jericho feuds and being a huge part, but he showed that he still has massively over, can go with a a lot of different people uh, in a lot of different styles, so I thought it was a nice bounce back for him and always nice, of course, the Kentucky gentleman on screen. Yeah, I
0: totally agree, and it's funny, you almost had to remind me that Orange Cassidy lost that Osprey match, because he yeah. did lose it, but kicking out of the Hidden Blade, and it I said on the review that uh, I, I was surprised they made him look so strong. Like, it told me that there was an Orange Cassidy push coming, because I thought Will Osprey can beat Orange Cassidy. Like, that's a yeah. hierarchical thing, and he did, but this was more like, a, you, you know, there were the Brock Lesnar title defenses, and then there's the ones he had with Brian Danielson or For AJ sure. Styles, where it's Oh, you're really, you're going to make sure these guys look okay in the loss. And this was like that style out of Will Ospreay. So I agree with you. Good to, if that is the plan, let's take it and run with it. So uh, good to see him back on TV here. Uh, Out against all ego, Ethan Page, who I thought looked amazing. I don't know if it was the gear or he's more jacked, but he looked very big time to me here. He's out with Dan Lambert, um, who says to Orange Cassidy, I'm surprised you're strong enough to pull up those skinny jeans. Um and he's going to follow the rules because this isn't an election uh the crowd of course hates this out of uh big bad dan i of course love it uh as they're getting booed out of the building i mean this match already feels hot before anything started ego getting booed orange cassidy getting big cheers especially with the return of trent in the new song it's like a very hot uh crowd unanimous thing to open up the show and i thought the match really delivered here uh the there was one spot in the middle sort of a weird bocce rana spot between the two of them but besides that i thought this was hugely um i don't know not not star making for all ego ethan page but when i see it's just ethan page and dan lambert i think actually this is a zoob's point that when you look at that sort of title scene with scorpio sky and frankie gazarian at that point in time on the tnt title kind of the only thing that was interesting would be all ego ethan page managed by dan lambert so zoob seeing those two out tonight as the package did you see something in them where you're like you know what maybe maybe we could do more with these guys even in a
1: loss and maybe it's the positioning of of him being the next opponent after osprey and after that sort of major moment right. um i did think there was something to it I, I i he's somebody that i think ethan page sort of it, it reminds me of where I'm, i might have been on ricky starks not too long ago where, where uh-huh, he, uh-huh. i think he's hit a, a consistency since then that that is sort of what we were looking for but they're they're sort of recently in like I do it, you do see it in little flashes and you see it in moments and then you get like two months where you're like man has he ever faded into into the background of this show and and not been a standout in anything I think uh, I think it's there and I, I think this is sort of a good tier for him to be a foil to these to to the you know these guys that are pay per view single stars.
0: Totally agree. And and if he's losing to that tier of person, that also tells you that he could move up the card at a moment's notice, too. Like one or two wins against the sort of people he's already facing could do a lot. So encouraging stuff there. Um, I I'm not the smartest guy in any room I'm in for the record. Uh and I'm sure lots of people noticed this, but I didn't see it on Twitter on our personal Twitter anywhere. Of course, you can follow that at wrestling underscore brain. Uh they're like, oh, Orange Cassidy finishes with just a power slam now. No uh they were in detroit they were doing hogan andre for this match like orange cassidy can't get him up for the whole match that's the whole th- they're back in michigan and they're doing a take on hogan and andre orange can't get him up for the whole match of course dan opens up with the you're not strong enough line commentary is talking about the strength difference how orange doesn't take this seriously and then finally the big pop at the end of the match is he does get him up for the hogan andre slam and finishes one two three so uh that's what was going on there the orange punch is still going to be orange cassidy's finisher he just hits two of those and then does the thing in detroit which i thought was pretty fun
1: boy you listen to this show you learn something it's just a guarantee
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know if you learned anything useful i uh, mean maybe with the zooms do you have anything you could teach the people maybe
1: i'm going to hope that i do it as well as you do there and sort of ho- allow it to flow naturally i'm not gonna uh, you know <laughs> Not, I'm not. not immediately following that no chance
0: well i didn't even mean about wrestling i just meant kind of any knowledge I no, i know to share? Hopefully, yeah okay.
1: hopefully a topic i know something about comes up it's like i'm playing jeopardy here i need i need i need i need what category to run i'll,
0: I'll get baseball back into the fold very soon my brother <laughs> don't you worry uh, a great hot opener here the uh, all ego gets him up for the i think he calls it the ego's edge but it's the old razor's edge uh crucifix powerbomb and Cassidy manages to like slip out of that by putting his hands in his pockets, which throws off the grip. It's like most moves guys do have to break a certain level of kayfabe for the pockets thing to make any sense. But in that move, again, just doing this would be more effective. But it did sort of work in a way that I'm sure those two noticed at some point. It's like, oh yeah, that those two things uh, would work together. So I thought a uh, a very, very good uh, opener here. I love seeing the best friends come into the ring after and do the big hug. the The friends are back together. Fun opener here, Zoobs, uh, But where where do you think Orange Cassidy goes from here? Is this the start of a push for the guy? That's sort of how it read to me. But where personally for you would you be putting Orange Cassidy in the in the card?
1: Yeah, I think that's absolutely what's coming. Uh, maybe maybe he's a challenger for Pac for the for the All Atlantic. I know they have they've had a match before that was that was you know the Styles match. I would try. I would keep. I would be trying to find him. Uh, that that Will Osprey level match those guys that that can really go this one of the super workers on the show and and like really have that be the the way that he goes I think that's I, I think you know depending on how this title picture shapes up and what each title represents I would have him maybe not necessarily chasing a title but in in that tier of guy you know interesting thing like maybe maybe Malachi Black or something you know what mm. I mean sort of that, that I like uh, that call a lot
0: that's yeah. a lot of fun.
1: Malachi. I don't know, maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm way out here and they'll, and they'll go the other way, right? And lean him into the opposite way. But I think, that's, I think that's where I would go. That's the, that's the appetite I have certainly have a, a lot more for.
0: I like that a bunch. A chain wallet owner asking Zoops to teach us about Alejandro Kirk, who uh, I learned about a little bit this weekend with our pal Blake Murphy, uh, a very interesting character. It's funny that maybe let me take this one about baseball. Uh, Alejandro yeah, yeah. Kirk.
1: Hopefully uh, it gets very specific later on. And then.
0: Yeah, yeah, a little broader. <laughs> no, of course. Uh, Zoops, tell people the great Alejandro Kirk.
1: Well, we talk about that on, on Less Than Jays, the Blue Jays podcast. get it wherever you get podcasts at less than jays on twitter uh we can we can we can talk about the blue jays post show or or on that show tonight it's all about blood and guts
0: you see how i set you up for that plug though my twitter is truly a buzz about less than jays um thank you detroit thank you mania3 thank you to uh chuck taylor who i hope this is a sign after that reaction that he got uh coming out that the best friends will be getting a push or something to do with chuck taylor and a push uh, <laughs> hopefully is coming in the in the coming weeks this is my friend look at this guy laugh well yeah we need it we deserve it seems when when we will chucky it. t be a champion when uh, it's tough man it's, tough. Wait, it's not
1: fair man.
0: it really isn't i like the america is so bad call here of uh orange cassidy versus andrade sort of a uh, uh yeah. the two chill guys because andrade can do the tranquilo i don't care thing uh as well so uh, yeah i actually like that matchup a lot Get, do those two guys for the TNT title, and let me tell you, you definitely got me like backed into it. Yay! <laughs> Good drop, uh, Maddie Max. Of course, in celebration of the Lord of the Awful Waffle Chuck Taylor being back into the AW fold. Great stuff, Christian Cage speaks. It seems that you and I have been watching pro wrestling a long time, that's true, and uh, something, something you know is when a heel's out there and he's like, listen, I'm gonna apologize. You know, anything but a genuine apology is about to happen. Is uh, Christian Cage comes out in a different turtleneck and cool jacket. I think he looks phenomenal. Uh, let's just get that out of the way. The theme is very cool. I know we're supposed to be booing this guy, but it's really making me realize how lame Jungle Boy is. Uh, just seeing Christian. It's like, wow, this guy's very cool. Uh, Christian Cage speaks. He's out. Um, he says he never apologizes. But then he says, "I am sorry that your whole family isn't dead." Okay, that's not an apology, Christian, and you know it. If you're watching, <laughs> pretty you far knew,
1: from it. Pretty far from it, I must say.
0: I mean, and you knew something like that was going to happen, right? So he goes, "I never apologize," but you—you know—he's not going to be like jugger Boy across the line. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: that being said. <laughs> um, he never apologizes, he says he was here to ask for a match but he never said a match for him It's a, and now we get the debut of Heel Luchasaurus, all black gear, some of the coolest pyro in the company outright I think sort of spur, just sporadic I know it's organized but it's not like in time sure. with things, sort of like a volcano exploding, the titantron is fire he's got all black gear Zoobs, I feel like Luchasaurus is my interest in Luchasaurus, the the stock is on the ascent, being managed by I, could, I poor Jungle Boy, is uh, the removal of him has not made me like him more, feel bad for him. It's maybe like, oh, do I like Luchasaurus or Christian Cage? What did you think of this new Luchasaurus heel presentation? the the, the black gear, the fire, does this help your uh, interest in the big dino?
1: I love the small touches of, as you said, the gear. I think I feel like his beard was either. Did it used to it was there used to be green in it or it was, yeah. was it dyed a darker black i just I like it noticeably black lips
0: and teeth and yeah yeah
1: the whole like not just his gear but his uh, his mask was black uh his his beard dyed uh black i think it's great i think you who wouldn't be scared of a giant dinosaur that a guy can call on at any anytime you know what i mean it, it, we you know if we if we had taken away if we had taken it's hard i know to forget to forget that he's been around and he's been our pal and he's been a good guy, right. but on paper you look at it and you're like, "Listen, one of these guys in this company is a dinosaur." You wouldn't be like, "Oh, I bet everyone loves them." You'd be like, "That's probably terrifying." Jurassic I mean, Park
0: isn't about them helping people.
1: It's not like, "Oh man, thank God the T Rex is around." Well, I guess eventually because <laughs> it does become that, and then it doesn't. Yeah. Then it that... does. Yeah. Uh, regardless, at the start there.
0: It absolutely is. Now, uh, our pal, hey, my name is Will, over on Twitter, Zubes, asked a pretty interesting question, I thought, uh, to uh, us. On an there. interesting guy. No wonder. Interesting question. Well, smart, handsome, the man truly has tall. it all. And then some, tall, Yeah. other, you know, some benefits. Yeah. Yeah, some, some great old, stuff.
1: Big old hanger. Yeah, he's not, let's, uh, let's put it out with it. You know,
0: a tree trunk down there. And uh, he asked me over on uh, Twitter, what do you think of a Luchasaurus name change? for this and normally you know we associate name changes with over in new york and it's like oh this guy that you've known for a decade is actually uh, he doesn't have a last name now and the first name is different and you're an idiot so it doesn't matter and i think we're sort of sour to it <laughs> but for some reason i felt kind of open to it with luchasaurus how do you feel about will's question, Zoobs? are you open to that idea
1: well we yeah i, I think it we, if you, I think, if you keep the spirit of Lutosaurus in it, I, I do think you have something there because it's not like Pentagon hasn't changed his name. You know what I mean? It, 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 it a little, If it feels a little less like he just showed up one day and we started calling him Luther, it, you started calling Luther like Doctor Bad, right? You know what I mean? Like it, it was just like, oh, that's always been his name. That's that's his name, and that's what it is. I think if it, you know, in this situation, I think you can get away with like you add something on the end of that Luch- luchasaurus rex or something like something less lame than that yeah. but like add like a i think you can, you can add a thing luchasaurus dark you, like pentagon does it we, we don't bat an eye right so i, I think if you're able to um portray it and get it across i have faith in the hands they're handing it to that it can be done in a way that doesn't make you go oh that makes no fucking sense dr bad yeah that's like no. Tell me that's not a good idea for a wrestler. I, I got to be honest. You're
0: kind of the, I was barely listening about the Luchasaurus stuff. My mind was in the clouds of Dr. Dr. Bad, who really yeah. does seem like a valued member of the <laughs> AEW roster. Let's jump into the chat where, hey, my name is Will says, oh, you guys, oh, you guys, Will. Uh, we've got some name recommendations in the chat here. actually Kutcher, Kutcher saying, Volucharaptor. Uh, <laughs> that's nice to say. Uh, fruits are edible, throw it out. Catch as catch cansaurus. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, Dr. Bad MD from Cadenza. So uh, the chat on tonight. Like Matty Mac saying, while Um maybe we shouldn't change the name. Maybe
1: <laughs> I like this Pluchadactyl. That's not bad.
0: What was, uh, what was, his, what was
1: his, his name enough. in Lucha
0: Underground? Uh, Matt, would you mind looking up? Can you just look up Luchasaurus, Lucha Underground and tell me what his name was there? He had like a one, a one word thing there. And I, was, I, I think lucha lucha probably owns the rights to it maybe something like that i don't know anyway what do you think about this newly turn, turned heel turned christian zoops you said last week this is the christian that we've been waiting for he basically did an extension of it but like, can you believe how over he is as a heel sorry maddie vibora vibora, vibora. that's not bad right
1: zoops it's worse than luchasaurus okay. at, this, at, at this current point okay well, if, if, it, if we were in the writer's room when you were like okay i think we got it vibro uh vibroa i'd be like let's keep let's just let's <laughs> just keep...
0: look <laughs> keep at that axe
1: we'll, yeah. we'll write it down and we'll vote later and let's we'll just keep <laughs> seeing what we <we're> do <laughs> it's
0: funny that's how all my ideas at wrestling brain go it's so wild uh zoops can you believe i mean i guess the answer is sort of yes inextricably but can you maybe expand on How much Christian has been able to do in two weeks? Like, it's a little astonishing that this guy in MJF's absence is a top three, four heel on the show.
1: Nuclear heat. uh,
0: Talk about Christian in this role.
1: To me, I think it's a very, I'm, I'm sort of happy it's happening for two reasons. Obviously, number one, it's very entertaining, and it's the best use of Christian in the company, and it's the best possible use of Christian in wrestling at this time. Um, the other part of it is like, it's such a funny answer to anyone is like, oh, they signed too many guys and the roster's too big and all this stuff. It's like, yeah. And then like all four of the top four acts are out at the same time. And the show can still be a seven because you have plenty of guys that can step on the stage at any time and get over. Um, it's crazy how that's lost on people. I think two years ago when he first came in, people were saying that to me and I was like, I guess, man, like I'm not really feeling it. And here it is to come home to roost. And I was wrong about that Uh, in, in the long run that has paid off and and been extremely valuable that they can put on forbidden door without their top four acts and i'll be like that's the best view they ever had oh, mjf wasn't on it omega wasn't on it D- danielson wasn't on it punk wasn't on it
0: <laughs> and to even further expand on that tonight show all those same missing participants a unanimous insanity. seven
1: it's insanity so um yeah what i can't say much more than that about about like as you said MJF's not there and it's like oh somebody else is going out there and and being hated uh, loudly uh and is one of the best at it and it's growing people and putting over a new guy like it, it's really impressive to me really impressive
0: this does of course lead to a match uh luchasaurus stepping in against uh, maybe the only time i've enjoyed the records in AEW uh they show me that serpentico and you know Zibs. i always complain these ratings don't make any fucking sense the the score who's this Serpentico's is the first one they've ever shown. I go, that might be about what I would have guessed. As Luchasaurus is in here for a singles match against the thirteen wins and eighty-three losses. Serpentico. Wow, that's that's a lot of getting knocked back, knocked down, and you get back up again. So I respect that, Serpentico. Uh, Luchasaurus in, in, Eavesley, overall or in
1: twenty twenty two? I'm sorry, I must know is that overall or in twenty twenty two.
0: I don't, I don't know if it said. I don't, I didn't take it in my note.
1: Yeah, uh, ninety six matches. That's wild. Got to be all time, right? Uh, probably up there. Doctor Bad, I think, has had a lot too, as well. Matty Mack pace follow
0: in the chat saying that they like Serpentico. I agree. He's the top. He's the top of the jobber tier to me. I think he's like legitimately good in his role. Better yeah. than Fuego or Luther. I would say the same thing. I'd I'd rather Sabian watch him or... than
1: Fuego Bustle for sure.
0: Anyone in that tier, I think he is the the king of it. Cutler uh any of that tier and you need those people on rosters like that's an inextricable fact about wrestling so no absolutely i I'm, I'm with you pace and maddie uh all due respect to uh Serpentico. I, i'm just saying though 83 lot i mean if i lost something if we did 83 streams to zero viewers <laughs> we'd be like okay no <laughs> one fucking wants to hear it <laughs> let's throw it in you know what i'm saying too
1: true too true too true have
0: you ever lost 83 times at something Oops.
1: Oh, oh uh, again, that depends on how how long we're talking of a of your whole a, life. Uh, yeah, probably, <laughs> and yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't,
0: I don't think I have. Uh, That's a lot of L's. Uh, short match, of course. Luchasaurus finishes it with a nerve hold um shout out to the giants of yesteryear i guess from the big fan but okay uh works for me i'm outright interested to see where this luchasaurus goes Zoobs. uh you know and i know we share this we love the aw Haas division uh, be at wardlow powerhouse uh endless guys of course like archer and now you can add luchasaurus hopefully uh to that crowd of uh of Haas battle options
1: yeah, for sure. And, and a good, a great heater for Christian. I think the, I think absolutely perfect for him to continue. Like he's been so good and I don't think any of it is around. Like, I can't wait to see the Christian match, right? I like, think he's, a, he's able to really stretch some things out and put obstacles in front of people and, uh, still be, a feel like an attraction wrestler when he does actually get in there.
0: That's exactly right. A uh, heart note with a question here, Zoobs, what do you do with jungle boy? Now it feels like Christian has gotten his ass at every corner do you want to lead here zooms you want me to jump into this you can you can go ahead with this i think i have been
1: pretty verbose the last little bit
0: i i think it's a great question because you're running into the same thing that i think they're going to run into with the eddie kingston and claudio feud which is anytime these two are exchanging on the mic in a live arena it's so deeply slanted to one side now eddie and claudio i think can make that into something where it's like one is an expert in one and one is an expert in the other and uh, you know oil and water sort of thing um, but if I'm trying to build Jungle Boy as a face, I am only and only and only keeping him off TV until this crowd is bursting. They cannot take it any longer. Christian Cage just pushed it too far. He's dumped on Luke Perry's memory. What he's pushed it to the absolute moment, and then oh whoa whoa, and then in that moment, we need the the mankind to Cactus Jack moment from Jungle Boy. We don't need him flipping at these guys. We don't need him promoing at these guys. If he needs to come out like myself with a buzzed head and a, okay, I'm fucking done with all this shit you're talking about, look me in the eyes, Christian. We're we're done here. We can't put him in a position where he needs to talk, but we need him to be believably intense and to rush this guy in a moment where the crowd is extremely ready for this guy to be shut up by someone. Otherwise, you're you're putting him uh, swimming upstream, I
1: think. I think they can do this. I think that, that when you were just explaining that to me, it's a sort of uh remind me of of a little bit of sort of the hangman page got to that point eventually right where there was a there was a bunch of like the backstage morose he's drinking he's in depression and then eventually he just became like he's just marching out and seeing these guys face to face and be like i'll kick your ass right now and that was sort of was that was the change that leveled him up so um, exactly right i do hope that's what it is well, Zoobs, I never apologize, but I am sorry
0: for not bringing us yet to our first keep it or kick it of the evening. Of course, keep or kick it, a segment we're going to do three times throughout the course of AE Double Dudes tonight, where I, Josh Custodio, pull a prompt from my wrestling brain. I say it to these Zoobs and you, the X in the chat, who must go over to your emotes bar and select either keep or kick. If you select keep, it means you like that prompt, you love that prompt, you want some more of that prompt. And if you select kick, it means that you hate that prompt, you despise that prompt, you never want to see that prompt again. Zoobs, do you and the Bernie X understand the rules to keep it or kick it?
1: I got it, baby. It's, it's seared into my memory for life. Maddie, hit the music. You have to, you have to give the keep it or kick it first.
0: Oh, is that how that works?
1: We're still working out the cues. We're still... (laughs) Oh,
0: we're getting there. Well, in that case then, gentlemen, tonight we saw the debut of a newly healed dinosaur in Luchasaurus. Uh, Regardless of what time period it's from, he's here and he's pissed off. Now, Zoobs, I don't know where Jurassic Park is in the ocean, but I saw something new in Luchasaurus tonight. And I got to thinking this prompt. Zoobs, keep it or kick it. Luchasaurus... As the All Atlantic Champion in twenty twenty two. Hit the music, Maddie. <laughs>
1: What a compliment man thank you so much um <laughs>
0: <laughs> zooms is on fire tonight well you you can always tell when, when somebody's thrown gasoline on the zooms and chuck the match <laughs> onto them uh zooms damn near unanimous answers here machine gun through them in the chat and then i'm very curious to get your read on this uh here we go Pacefall with a kick. Good friend Jake with a kick. Kev with the kick. Mike Fail with a kick. Hey, my name is Will with a kick. Area Thrasher with a kick. Hartner with a kick. Stigabuns with a kick. Matty Mack with a kick. C. Suffolk 55 with a kick. Thomas B.W. with a kick. Cadenzo with a kick. Trulium McGinnis with a kick. America So Bad with the kick. Fruits are Edible with a keep. Big Huge with the kick. Sterling Glides with a kick. Corvax 1266 with a kick.
1: Where are you on this one One keep from Fruits are Edible. Only one
0: guy who gets it in the whole fucking chat. Unbelievable.
1: Uh, it's kick, it's it's a kick for me. Um, I just sort of feel like he's the, he's a sidekick. I don't see him getting any singles accolades in this arrangement with Christian. I guess it's sort of my my uh situation there.
0: Sometimes you gotta make
1: people. Sure, you gotta make wrestlers.
0: There was something there tonight. This is what New York never does. It's like a little lightning. They're gonna put this thing on Wardlow, who could not need this belt any less. Big Evil Luchasaurus holding that title with Christian as his manager. That's a money act. Getting that European title way up the card, and Pac's a legitimate win.
1: I like that. Incredible. I, I love. I love the. Uh, I love the book there. Beautifully booked. That's it. You gone to. I'll tell you what, Josh. People, the un, un the unappreciated. You know, seeing behind the scenes here with you is <laughs> is 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 giving out a keeper to kick it, and getting the unanimous kick very hard to do people in people by nature want to agree with you right that's what they so they want to we've established this before yes keep in the year end totals keep was way ahead of kick in terms of uh which had been used more way out um but you throw you're able to throw one out that's nearly unanimously kicked and you keep it because people think you keep every one. a lot of the time you kick i would say i'm probably writing them for kicks more than i am for keeps
0: I'm, I'm when if you're going, oh, triple keep. I like, go, oh, you disgusting you,
1: idiot. You, you, you know, go, idiot, triple keep. idiot. That's what you in your head.
0: yeah, that's <laughs> that is what I do. Good friend Jake saying, There's many horses I'd prefer to have a title over Luchasaurus, but is there any of them would do what he could do for the Atlantic Championship? All due respect to Lance Archer, Wardlow's gonna be at the TNT. Hard note saying, Goth Dino is cool, but the roster is crawling with likable horses. Uh huh. And what we now have now is an unlikable hoss, and I think that's worth something. Especially with did did no one see the heat Christian got tonight? Am I on an island here? Do we not see the arena like this? The arena at the sight of seeing Christian saying, "Hey, God, just give me a sec." Like the the most unit. Am I? And they debuted okay. a new monster heel. Am I? For did sure. I, did I be the one who saw that?
1: For sure. I, I guess. I guess for me, if I if I could present the kick, um. Is is if you're sort of giving me the uh, Wardlow's going to win the TNT, sort of, like that's going to happen. Like, it's sort of, well, you I, you, I would rather have one belt be the work rate belt than have two guys in Haas positions holding For both sure. of those titles. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. that's what Pawk giving it sort of signifies to people. If, maybe if you would pick TNT and him against Wardlow, maybe I think maybe you would have gotten, maybe it's, yeah. such, a, it's such a weird, the titles are positioned really weirdly right now. I guess we'll see. Um, what Pog does with it. That's sort of what that's sort of where my thoughts go.
0: I guess I'm only expressing that I think Christian Luchasaurus is a big act.
1: I'd rather have uh, Luchasaurus than uh, than Wardlow at this point as a champion. Though you talking me into that, how about that?
0: And that's uh that's getting Josh pilled. and that is wrestling brain. Uh Paceball saying technically every continent is an island. There you go. Huh. I suppose. And not not when uh, you know in Pangea, it's all one big island, Zoops, you know. Um Vacant Planet saying, rather have him dethrone Wardlow. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That's sort of what yeah. you're saying, Zoobs. Here we go. Matty Max saying, you are not on an island. It fucking rocked. That's right. And <laughs> G saying Luchasaurus can win the all-pangea title. Yeah. Let's do it, <laughs> baby. Oh, that's very good. Uh, let's move on here, Zoobs. Scorpio Sky and the aforementioned Wardlow are backstage. Uh, they're promoing about this title uh wardlow says bring every member of att and scorpio says that's fine by me but if you're so confident big man why don't we make it a street fight next week now not to insult wardlow here who it's good to be confident in this sort of thing but if you just invited someone to bring their entire squad that's good don't make it no dq dude what do you think you gotta be where's your manager this is what you lose not having smart mark sterling around i guess I like a super confident baby face, but not like a stupid one. Like, is one of them going to lose to Scorpio Sky here, or is he just going to maul all of ATT? Like, either way, it just seems like
1: I he did just beat he did just beat twenty guys, so he's he's going to have yeah, the like I just beat clear. twenty guys confidence coming in,
0: right? What's ten guys? after he beat twenty, if one of those Matt Hughes who been hit by a train, that's really like nine guys.
1: Maybe they are. <laughs> maybe they are trying to write their write their way into. Uh, a loss, right? Maybe they're just trying to like write their way into a way that he loses, and I guess. But in, it's like Gumb... Wardlow
0: beats MJF, but loses to Scorpio right. Sky, like.
1: Yeah, so maybe but again, he's probably, probably going to go mall. He's Probably is going to go exactly right. He, he he still has a lot to learn. Would be the thing you say, right? Is is he's strong and un- basically unbeatable? He just has a lot to learn. I don't know if that's what they want. Uh, I don't know if that's what they want for him, though.
0: How did we go from CM Punk MJF shooting out Wardlow? toward though like promoing the scorpio sky backstage
1: how did what happened what happened is the, the only one of them on the show right now
0: <laughs> i suppose that's true all right caramba it seems like a great time to remind everybody uh drop a follow if you are watching the show and enjoying it we are on the road to 2000 brainiacs would love if you would hit that follow button i see some new names around the place tonight always appreciate people hanging out Zoobs teased it before but he does host. A great baseball podcast, Less Than Jays, at Less Than Jays on Twitter. I couldn't recommend giving it a download enough. Hell, maybe even just want to hear more of uh, producer Matty's music, which he also does for there. Uh, go give it a download. Listen to the tune. Hear Zoobs and uh, Jake break down the world of baseball. And if you want to just hear the Matt songs, you can, of course, head over to Spotify, type in M-A-T-Prince, his album "Love Handles" will pop up. Uh, Maddie, could you hop on Mike for a second and maybe uh, describe "Love Handles"? Uh, short and sweet, though. Let's let's just sort of give a punchy a punchy hit about uh, your record here. Let's let a punchy hit. Uh, it's good. There you go. Lots of songs. Well, that's Matt. Zooms. Uh, anything you'd like to say about uh, less than Jay's?
1: uh i would like to say that if you're into um sort of post-show stuff where right? we sort of talk about our lives um we've sort of found our lane there it's you get, it's an hour show you get half an hour of baseball talk and then half an hour of like us being really frank about sort of um coming to grips with fatherhood coming to grips with our careers coming to grips with uh seeing our peers do really well and, and sort of uh this last week was a lot i talked a lot about my old stand-up career a friend of mine passed away uh on I'm monday sorry about that too. yeah it's, it's such a tragedy and not about me at all, but just sort of the the places that I went um, about the time of my life when he and I were like um, closer friends, obviously, than we ended up being um, was really interesting. And it sort of that sort of has been the hallmark of our show. It sort of is a show with a little more heart than you're going to get to know us better than you will any other baseball podcast in the world. I guarantee you that. I mean, that is going to sell me to go and listen to that because uh, I want to hear more about the
0: Zoobs life always. So a less than Jays. Definitely check that out. What a sell there, Zeus! It, uh, Matt, you got to you got to take some notes from the Zeus. That's a punchy sell for something. You say um, and then it's good for thirty <laughs> seconds, and you got to, got to follow. I mean, Zeus just got to home run it after. So uh, definitely check that out. Uh, Zoobs thoughts on the Jays winning a game because the Red Sox closer was unvaccinated. Thunderous G loves it. What do you think about that, Zoobs?
1: Great stuff. Delicious. It's delicious. One of the one of the biggest. Uh... It, it really sent the best part of that was that really sent the red sox into a spiral uh both with media and clubhouse they're probably gonna completely change it it's great, great stuff. all that and more on less than
0: jay's platinum max caster is out with the ass boys the gun club whatever you want to call them uh platinum max calls danhausen a juggalo which i actually think is really funny now of course dan Housen is 500 pounds too light to be a juggalo but the the idea of like <laughs> dressing up like a clown is still very funny to me no, of course, I have nothing but respect. Uh, I, I think it's the worst music ever in St. Clown Posse. I hate that music. But those guys' ethos and the fact that they are like the only act to wrestle in WWF, WCW, TNA, and ECW, I'm down with the clown till I'm down in the ground. That's uh, you You got to respect those guys. Great shoot interviews, too. Two of the great shoot interviews of all
1: time. I was going to say, the shoot interviews, I knew you'd have to get there eventually. That's <laughs> direct to the man's heart. <laughs>
0: well that's the nice thing about uh we we're having this discussion in the discord the other day it's like who would be a good shoot interview from the the current aw locker room and people are going way too high on the card like you need guys who no nope. one liked and was that's low fair. on the card you, that's why bob holly and these these people are so good it's like what is hardcore holly it's like yeah brock Lesnar was a fucking asshole to me it's like just like everybody else they can you say it
1: you don't want anybody that has another dime to make actually wrestling Right, no,
0: yes, exactly. The <laughs> band has to be at only shoot level for them.
1: If there's a chance that they could be trying to get over for any match anywhere in the world, don't bother,
0: <laughs> don't bother. Uh perfectly framed as always by V zooms, but I did like this line framing Danhausen in that way. I actually forgot that Danhausen was the one who coined the ass Boys thing for the gun club. So this is kind of right. like a fun closing of that loop, I suppose. The Bowens Yell in Detroit only gets more and more over. This guy just yelling what city they're in, and then the scissor me daddy ass thing. <laughs> Danhausen comes out, and uh, I thought we were gonna see the Motor City machine guns here as his two mystery partners. We did not. Uh, he, I actually kind of thought this was pretty funny. My dad has it. Who I don't normally love. Uh, I thought this was funny when he was just sort of like, yeah, I got two guys who I think are pretty good at wrestling. Like I just, I don't know. I was backstage. They had some belts. I asked them. It seemed all good. And his partners tonight to take on platinum max and the ass boys are the IWGP and ring of honor and triple A champions, the top guys. FTR joining forces with Dan Housen. Tell me what you think of this odd coupling, uh, FTR housing, however you want to say it. Were you struck by this or your beloved top guys being so near to Dan Housen? We were like, oh, what are we doing here?
1: To me, this uh, just sort of seemed like a cheeky way to make it um, sort of make the whole night feel like a big episode, to be honest with you. It's a little, maybe that's a little transparent, but I was just like, oh, that's nice. They sort of like, it's, it's nice of them to give FTR that moment as, like, as we talked about, a lot of the acts, uh, the top acts, aren't there, and you're sort of, you're really beholden to the last entire hour being that major match. Um, not many card slots to fill. Nice, it's nice that FTR. To me, it's nice that FTR in, are in that slot of like that. Go out, smile and wave, see the music, have a match. I think that's really cool. And and as you saw the Danhausen, uh, welcome home Danhausen sign on the side and hits Merle pointing out Dan has in front of Detroit. I thought just a, a nice, you know, thing, super the super babyface comes out. Biggest team that he could possibly find babyface is there with him. Um not that complicated, just not complicated. And a small other thing is uh, FTR among among a couple I think teams that have been putting over the Ass Boys online. just yeah. like if you don't think the Ass Boys are the next great tag team, you're blind. Sort of sort of conversation.
0: And I think you were sort of early adopter on that train, Zubes, of enjoying the the sons of guns, not the T-shirts, of course, or, but the, the work of the two. Uh, I'm starting to get there myself. I, I kind of feel like Danhausen and I had a moment tonight, Zubes. Uh, I've been a critic of the man when he does the, the matches and then tequila plays and everybody has to dance. I, I, I don't like that kind of thing myself. But tonight, his character was like, FTR are good wrestlers and can carry this match. And Dan has, I don't know if people remember uh producer Matt or or Zoobs or people in the chat. If I say the name Mikey Whipwreck, does that, does that ring a bell yeah. to anybody? Uh ECW quasi original Mikey Whipwreck, who was like a yes. underdog booked wrestler who like barely had offense. Like if he got ahead in matches, it was like roll ups or reversals or counters. He would have the odd, like big piece of offense that would get people back. But it was like, he is weaker than everybody. And if he fights these people, he will lose. And that version of Danhausen, which is what we got tonight, is like leagues more interesting to me. If it's like this guy just can't win in a fight, but he can be sort of crafty and with tags, it can make it work. Uh, You sort of got a a retread of Forbidden Door, I thought, where you had a cash wheeler on the Sunday night realizing Dax was gone with the injury angle and then having to tag in Trent. I thought that was fun tonight to flip that on its head with Dax looking for cash who's selling on the outside. He's like, oh my God. I have to tag Dan Housen in. Like, okay, here we go. Dan Housen gets a huge popper versus some, uh, I think it's Colton Gunn, whichever one has the longer hair braids offense. And they do pick up the win here. I, I like this match quite a bit, actually.
1: Yeah, FTR knows how to put together entertaining tags. It's like... Go figure, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you know that, too? I Crazy, crazy to believe. Um, a multi-man match with FTR in it was well thought out and executed.
0: Uh, Maddie Max saying IWGP junior heavy tag division belt erasure. Am I are they also that? What, how would that explain that we further, missed, Maddie?
1: We, 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 I missed the timing of when that came up in the conversation.
0: Yeah, I, th- yeah, let's see what Maddie has to say there. I thought he was saying maybe they're also holding those belts. Maybe they are. I didn't think so. Uh, Hanson <laughs> was saying Mikey was so good. Hell yeah. Uh, area thrasher saying it was a Rod and Todd ass <laughs> <laughs> Simpsons joke, oops.
1: That's great, but the yellow yeah, ass boys. When they were bullying, when when their dad was helping them bully Darby Allen, that's when I was like, "All right, this is fucking funny." <laughs> yeah, then you're,
0: that. That was I. I remember us liking that feud because it had like such a natural bully thing going for it uh, in a way that I thought was, uh, yeah, very very palatable. I like this match a bunch. I continue to like the ass boys, and uh, I thought that as much as I like this match, I really want to hit on the angle that happens afterwards where the ass, or I should say during the match, Bowens is healed by Jesus jumps up out of the wheelchair a la Kevin Nash to take on Scott Steiner. And I think fall brawl 2000, Maddie, you want to check that in the back? See if I got that right fall brawl 2000, or if not check out what Steiner and Nash was because I, God forbid I'm wrong on this. Uh, Regardless, gets a huge pot for jumping out of the wheelchair. It's not enough to stop that the baby faces from winning. But afterwards we get an ass boys and acclaimed split, but zoobs you're a father. You would never do this to you. your young one. Billy Gunn abandoning the ass boys and standing tall with the acclaimed. To me Zoobs, this is basically a stroke of genius. What do, what do you think of this uh, positioning to put Billy Gunn with the platinum and Bowens instead of his own children?
1: You, you can't take away the phrase sister me daddy ass from people yet they're not ready (laughs) people aren't ready to let that go are you ready not 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 quite yet not Not quite yet yet.
0: but not yet uh i love the just the it's just so much more interesting like there's a dynamic there now when we have to see this feud out we have to see the acclaimed and the gun club and i'm just so interested first of all i'm platinum max having these guys having another good mic to play off of and just like family stuff like the family sides with the other person this is big wrestling stuff this is a uh, cute cool seeds for a feud i'm very into it
1: yeah i mean uh, i i think daddy ass is obviously going to then turn again back to his sons at some point when it becomes advantageous but uh it's going to be uh it's gonna be good i think it's gonna be good and we get to we get to keep hearing says I mean daddy Ass" for at least one more week which is if you're gonna start you gotta count your wins when you get them you know now, at this point, pointing out
0: something interesting here that Zoobs may, in fact, turn on his son if his son were to ever lose to Danhausen. That might be the one thing that. would
1: uh, <laughs> be a strong tough. conversation at the very least.
0: That's for sure. A grounding and a damn minimum. You can't, can't go out there and lose to Danhausen. Uh, oh my God. Super Brawl Revenge. God. I had the Jesus. wall thing going for it. I was close. Fall Brawl, Super Brawl, all the same. Uh, let's get to it. Our second of three. Keep it or kick it tonight, Zoobs. I've explained the rules, so let's jump right into it. Keep it, kick it, love it, hate it. You all know the rules. Very simply, Zoobs. The acclaimed should beat the ass boys at the end of this feud. Hit the music, Maddie. Keep it kick it. Keep it kick it. it
1: uh thank you to botch style power driver a five bomb five gifted subs unbelievable
0: thank you bot style
1: unbelievable um that's 52 gifted from bar style power driver
0: we we couldn't do this without him at this point, <laughs> there's a bot style. This one, I think, is executive producer of the double dude. Sorry, Matt. That's, I think, I think that's how it works. Uh, do you want me to machine gun through the chat, Zooms, or do you want to jump in on this one?
1: Please, I'd love, I'd love to hear you rip these through because it's, it's a mix. We got a mix.
0: Here we go. Heart note with a kick, Corvax 1266 with a kick, America's so bad with a keep, my us with a keep, Hit Samara with a keep, C-Supple 55 with a keep, Ashton Kutcher with a kick, Kev sell with a keep, Peaceful with a keep. Don't know what that is, Matty Baxter. Like, why is it the keep Thomas BW with the keep area thrasher with the kick stick with a kick and botched out pile driver with a keep. Is that roughly 50, 50 suits?
1: I'd say it is. And that's an eat my tank emote. Uh, we should ref- we should refresh the emotes. That's something we yeah. can do in the next couple days. Eat my damn tank. Is that that's <laughs> is that his kick? Or is that key? <laughs> that's a great question. It's got to be kick, I guess. The <laughs> negative thing. Eat My Tank just goes to show you how fast, how hard it is to keep up with the with the bits in this channel. Eat My Tank It's like, you know, written on a stone tablet. You know what I mean? The channel is ever moving,
0: Zooms, but that is a <laughs> commandment like the Mike Noble can fall. Zooms, where are you on this one? Should the acclaimed go over the ass boys at the end of this?
1: Uh, yes. Um, uh, yes, it should. Yes, they should. I, I, think, I think they're... You know, seeing the cheer that Bowen's gets every time, and the cheer for Bowen's just getting out of the chair, and I think we're eventually getting um, Billy double double turning and going back. Um, I think the Ass Boys uh, can handle a loss here, and sort of that, that folly and how that, that that sort of is the role that they play. And I think uh, the acclaimed going over and, and sort of becoming like a mid card face tag team, and maybe going on a bit of a, a mid card tag run, is uh, sort of what you want here.
0: Platinum Maxi. And Anthony Bones. They do feel more over of the two, but I would actually uh, split the difference here, Zoobs. I would uh, give the win to the Boys here. I think when you talk about people who can afford a loss, I think as long as Platinum Max has the mic the next Wednesday, they can mostly erase it. And I'm actually the flip side of these two teams who I want to see sort of enter that, I'm not saying they're wrestling Red Dragon, FTR, and the Young Bucks, but that Swerve and Lee uh, and and Starks and Powerhouse tier of the tag division, it's actually the Boys that I would like to see sort of uh, flirting in that zone a little bit more that's
1: boys they done it fucking gun club it's unbelievable
0: uh oh my god i am so tired of these things uh sanjay dutt is talking about <laughs> death before dishonor samoa joe how when are you gonna you know honestly i'm agreeing with sanjay he says oh joe, when are you gonna defend this title that, that's what i'm surely we're, we got to get here someday um satnam says jay is gonna kill you man it's like you can't say someone's gonna kill you to Samoa Joe you,
1: you like intimidate
0: Samoa Joe
1: they did no. the neck thing too they were they were they're stealing his they're stealing all his uh all his things his his is phrases.
0: Joe is gonna kill you you're uh, satin them please this is a good promo like the dut is good at these, but there's just like I don't even get it what we can't get one live did they just shoot like forty five
1: minutes of these a year ago? It's like well, we gotta use them somewhere. Or, or or like can we have a week off then if if you yeah. did? Like you don't have to show it every week. We get it. That's even smarter. Yeah, we not, know. It's not soon. I don't care really.
0: Um I don't want to detract too far here, Zoobs, but I am interested as we come up on Death Before Dishonor here and sort of the Tony Khan Ring of Honor era continues. We know that Joe and Lethal will be presumably the main event for it, or at least on the card. I think and then I think we know the Wheeler U to match. Is it Daniel Garcia for the pure title? I didn't uh, know that. <laughs> I think I think that's the match. If the Brainiac knows better, please correct me. What are you going Will you go out of your way to watch Death Before Dishonor if your week sort of lines up that way, or are you mostly gonna stick with the AEW camp? Do you think? And I want to know the chat too. Like, is Death Before Dishonor as must see as like an AEW pay per view would be, and if not, how much far away from it is it?
1: Well, i think like we're also probably, also probably going to get a ftr match right if they're the tag team champion, they'll probably mm-hmm. defend um so it'll be i think it'll be slotted pretty closely to where i had it last time where i didn't go out of my way to make plans around it but when i was sitting there at that time i was like oh i'm absolutely going to check that out and watch the, i think i watched the back hour and a half i, I think i was on twitter and i was sort of you know saturday nothing's really going on at night um and i was like all right you know what this sounds like this per review is heating up and I wanted to catch the FTR and I was like, all right, I'll stick around. Um, that's sort of, I, I'm sure that I'll take a similar path is I'll, I'll have a match that I want to see about halfway through and be sure to tune in for that. Um, again, it, I said this before, if, if they turn it into like what that NXT was, or like it's a two hour, two and a half ca- hour card. Absolutely. If I, if I know it's going to be a short show with, with four or five great matches, easy, easy. That's an easy. Yes. For me,
0: Dude, that you, you, what I was going to say, and of course, you always put the whole thing so eloquently, uh, but literally, what I was going to say, you said in those last two sentences there Ring of Honor. And I think the new logo, and I don't want to read too far into this, Maddie. I don't know if you could pull up the new Ring of Honor logo and put it up on screen. Just new Ring of Honor logo 2022. We'll bring it up. It actually reminds me a bit of the NXT 2.0 logo, it's a little softer and the letters are mismatched. And if they are going to go, that tells me like a little more developmental. Just rip off gold and black NXT two and a half hour, three, something like that shows the top of the card is going to be great. The tags titles are going to be great. And then you're bringing along other people. That's something that would be must watch to me. And uh, I don't want to speak for zoobs or Matt here, but uh, for myself, um, there will be ring of honor coverage on this channel. Like I, sometimes I think ring of honor is maybe my favorite fed of all time. Like it's, it holds a very dear place to my heart. So preview shows, post shows, those are things that you can come expect, uh, from wrestling brain. Uh, crazy wow look at
1: this yeah what the fuck else do i have going on in my life <laughs> i don't know who knows that, that'll be it that'll be what that'll be what sends us up the card is our wish coverage let's hope so because
0: it's something that i definitely if they're going to like pay off or at least throw little easter eggs in for like long-term fans i'm just telling you there's going to be things on those shows that i catch that no one else did because i was the, i was watching it in live and in person uh so I, I hope that that's the case, and it's a promotion that means a lot to me. So hope the best for it. Didn't want to get too off track here, Zoobs. Apologies, but just so much more interesting than talking about Sanjay Dutt some promoing on Joe again. Right. I can't do it. Zoobs, call me crazy. Say say Jay Z are you crazy for this one?
1: Gosh, you're crazy. This is insanity, man.
0: I am not zoobs. Do not you don't even know what I'm gonna say yet, you dirty dog. As Layla Gray had about a three-minute match with Jade Cargill tonight. And I I had an I'm sold moment. I, I feel like Layla Gray looked awesome in this match for whatever two minutes it lasted. This was like there are people on the roster who have longer matches with Jade that are way worse than what we saw here. This is sort of extricably a squash match, but I thought commentary did a great job. Excalibur going on about how Layla, sure, Layla is not on Jade's level necessarily. But Jade is, the hubris is out of control. She's so arrogant. And if you know the term puncher's chance, this is when those things slip through. This is the moment when the the champ isn't really looking and takes someone lightly. Uh, Layla in there throwing those like Dory Funk, like long straights, like the long punches that I thought looked really good. The close fist to the body, open to the head. I don't know. I was just like impressed by everything in this match for whatever reason. I don't know if I was just like in a good mood from Forbidden Door and a good episode of Dynamite, but I was impressed by Layla Gray and Jade Cargill here
1: could be that, uh, and it it, honestly, for me, it, even if that's not true fully or, or, or whatever, um, it's just crazy to see Jade developing in front of our eyes. at such a rapid pace. Like when you talk about the kind of run she's on and and the types of different matches that you can have planning with that lore, um. Sort of, the for me, the final piece of being the monster champion that nobody can beat is making other people in the process, in losses. I think yes. we went into so much of Jade's run of, like, can she have a match against Rosa and and, and level up? Can she have a match against Ruby Riot and level up? Or, pardon me, Ruby Soho and, like, level up and continue to get better. And is she carrying people or are they carrying her? To now be making unknowns in your eyes is, like, that's that's wild. That's wild that she's already there. That's bananas. We watched her first match on this show. Like that's that's insanity. Match one, yeah. That's insanity. How good she's gotten so quickly. Um, and as you said, like telling just like telling a story as champion there. Um, and yeah. and, and and acting it and living it. Um, I think it's I think it's fucking badass, man. Jade is serious talent. She is every bit as money
0: as she says she is. Um. Liked everything about this, but she is now thirty four and zero. Also, Ashton Kutcher and Botch Style Power Driver. I couldn't agree with you more. The bo- the pump kick that closed this is one of my favorites out of Jade too. But I just thought the strikes look good between these two. Like I don't know what Layla Gray's background is. I, I, I I'd be surprised if Layla Gray does not have some Muay Thai or boxing in her background. I have no idea who this person is, but uh, or she loves Dory Funk. It's one. Of, it's she either <laughs> she either learned or she was just like who's who's Terry's brother. Was, was maybe how she arrived at wrestling yeah she's uh, really
1: finding dory in that in, you know? <laughs> come on i got Matt with that one i, I never get mad that feels good
0: oh that's i mean you're gonna get anyone with that that's just a great joke oh heavens uh stokely's out jade and stokely are seem to be developing sort of already and i like this Uh, a relationship sort of akin to her and Mark Sterling. Like, it's not friendly. Like, she's an asshole to Stokely, too. Stokely wears it well and is, of course, he's big Stoke. He's charismatic. He rolls with it. But she grabs the mic from him. She says that she's sick of the locker room and the fans bitching that she needs real competition. She's ready for somebody to step up. Uh, And who runs out to step out? But Chris Statlander and Athena. Uh, The baddies and Jade fight them off. And then Layla Gray, who just had her ass kicked by Jade Cargill, turns the tides, turns and attacks uh, the, uh, Athena and Chris turning the tides here, setting up what I think will probably be a tag match of sorts b- between them. I thought this was smart booking. This is a way that you can get Jade on television, and she doesn't need to be wrestling long singles matches, and she's giving rub to people by her star power. Um she can also whoever she does end up tagging with whether it's aqa or kira hogan or layla gray in the match that person is almost assuredly taking the pin to whoever's going to be the next challenger for her between chris and athena and then the other one could be pissed that they're getting the title shot there's just a lot a lot is heating up in the tbs title scene in a great way left everything going on here i saw some people complaining that it's like why would you join the faction of the person who just kicked your ass and it's like because if you can't beat them
1: join them like because of the most famous cliche of all time i don't know uh thunder uh, is she pointing out as well it makes stokely look like a genius of like suggesting that in the moment and being like absolutely hey, you want to ride well, let's go like you're you up in there right now you're in the batting section you're on this team like and as, as you just said coming into that match not expecting that seeing seeing even the three-minute fight and being like hmm i saw one thing there that we can we could use that and if, if she leaves we'll just we'll be fine because we have jade um Really smart. I love that. Absolutely,
0: totally agree. There, just an absolute blast and a good point by Thunderous G. Cadenza saying these zoobs accept no substitutes. The man of a hundred likes, right there. The co-host of Wrestling Brain, the host, or no co-host, I suppose. that over at less. Are you the host of Less Than Jays? The co-host, yeah. The co-host of Less Than Jays. My big brother. These zoobs accept no damn substitutes. I agree. Uh, area thrasher saying they scrolled by Danhausen's wife in the baddie section. You know, I saw that. Uh, it's kind of nice, you know, your, your wife ahead. makes it in the baddie section, and yeah. you're, you know, a, a comedy vampire. It's you have to Nothing respect that,
1: man. Nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, next, nah,
0: you know, I'm making fun of him for cursing people, and I'm thinking it might be me who is cursed looking at his life. It's, uh, respect to Dan Housen, I suppose. Big dub. A Young Bucks promo backstage. They're complaining that all their friends are gone. Cole's off TV. O'Reilly's off TV. Fish is off TV. Hell, even Cutler's off TV. They've got a new intern named Fred who is uh, manning the camera. Oh, wait. We do have some friends. Turns out they're talking about their belts. Their belts are their friends. It was kind of like a standard Young Bucks promo, but I thought it was pretty good. Like, it wasn't insanely over the top or anything. Um, yeah, they they close up the promo by saying that they are going to be taking on this Friday at Rampage. Yoshihashi and Godo... In one of my least favorite stipulations in the history of pro wrestling uh one of those matches where if yoshihashi and goto win then they get a shot at the young bucks hate this Marcel, right. but i i am a i am not much of a goto fan i'm less of a goto fan than most people and more of a yoshihashi fan than most people and but i like their tag team quite a bit so i'll go out of my way to catch i will be shocked if people don't say Wow, the Bucks and Yoshiyoshi Goto was like a a TV barn burner. Like I am fully counting on that. Does it move the Zoobs Richter scale at all?
1: I, I mean, probably not. For like, a I must watch uh, Rampage on a long weekend Friday. Probably not. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, it's uh it, it's it's. I do like the like the way that it's turned out for them as to like if you're going to position them position them against FTR, which I think is inevitable yes um FTR sort of catching them in that like part of what the Young Bucks always get away with is they always have all these cronies there's always all these guys and right now they can just walk and be like there's nobody here um in between you and you and I we finally get our clean shot at you for everything Uh, everything on the line
0: they they need to make that main event what the never pay per view it happens on yeah that should main event let's get this tag division on track Young Bucks versus FTR three. For every title on planet Earth, let's go. Ashton Kutcher saying Fred was a little shaky on the camera. After Kutcher would know that's Fred. You get fired, brother. Careful.
1: I'm so I'm still thinking about the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven song. That's really good.
0: We might just have to hear that song again later. I I was actually thinking about it. Too.
1: <laughs> Kutcher says, "Congratulations, I am." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's very good.
1: You have to give them. You, you, I hate the do that. You have to hand it to them. Is like between Steph for business and congratulations. I am. <laughs> it's just like two. You have to get the give. You, you have to hand it to them the things that are going to stay in my head fucking forever now.
0: <laughs> congratulations. I am.
1: Congratulations, Who do you think Mike. you
0: are? Congratulations! I am says Stark <laughs> Pendreline. Absolutely <laughs> nailing it here. Fantastic stuff, everybody! And uh, oh, a great addition gosh. of merch match zooms as always. I love it. Great work. We'll have to. Are you on the show next week? Do you know? I guess no way to know right now. But uh, no way to know next time. If uh, <laughs> if you are the whatever the next week is that we get the zooms here, we'll have to do Reddit set it because I want the direct comparison. So try to. Remember the feeling you're feeling right now. The afterglow of merch match. When I approach you with this question Post right Reddit said it. Absolutely. Let's get into it. Zoobs. The reason everybody was here, blood and guts, main eventing a W dynamite tonight. Now blood and guts is their war games match. It is their annual cage surround two rings television match. I love that. This is a TV thing for them. Not like a pay-per-view build. I just think that it's um, very cool. Can you tell me those? Oops, do you think there was a bit of a weird spot building to the show with Forbidden Door being on Sunday?
1: Um, I saw. Listen, Forbidden Door was as close to perfect as you can get, top to bottom. I saw if you if you if you wanted to pick one nit, it it you would rather have them gone off with Tanahashi Moxley than um you know a a, a the third brawl of the week if you're counting Rampage yeah. and Dynamite to to, to build to a TV show. If that was the one thing you you like, oh, I wish there was more honor at the end. I would get that um but also like this as you said this is their marquee um summer like non view event it's something that we knew was building for a while you have a lot of moving parts obviously with who is is and isn't in the match you have the claudio debut so it's a little um you know not thrown together but it's a little different than how long the previous one was sort of a few yeah. four so um Yeah, I think they're maybe a bit of a difficult spot compared to, I think, how they would have ideally liked to be approaching this part of the calendar. But, um, boy, it made it seem like a great, huge week to me. It
0: really did. I I imagine if they would have known for Bindor was Sunday, they would have liked to have done this, like, next week or something. Just because All Out is still, you know, it's the long weekend September. That's Mm -hmm. what, from us now, a month and a half? A little more than that, two months, I suppose. Two full months, yeah. Uh, and that, if history tells us anything, means the next two Dynamites might be two of the weaker ones, because they're like around that six-week build period for, uh, for pay-per-views. And I don't want that. I hope that we get to some builds. I, I don't. I hate to sound like a broken record, but let's get some TV blow-off builds going, you know, that lower-mid card. You can build feud for those people to blow off on TV uh, for the next little while. Because I think that's generally our go-to AEW complaint for us is that that, those holding pattern weeks can be a little challenging. So we'll see how that goes. This week, of course, no such holding pattern. Claudio Castagnoli and Sammy Guevara start us out in our submit or surrender only match. Of course, the match can only end once everyone is in. They enter one at a time, entering three minutes apart. Uh, The JAS is in all red mesh and red leather. And I was thinking, well, that's sort of helpful. It, like, helps the crowd see them and distinguish. Like, It's like, oh, the, the red guys are the bad guys here. But then I was like, once they all started bleeding, I was like, how the fuck did they all wear red? <laughs> I literally had that moment because there was a moment on TV somewhat recently where I think Scoots Brodo had called out, it's like, oh, they're all wearing white. Somebody's bleeding. I forget what it was. This is like the opposite. I thought that was a bit of a weird call, but I did think they looked great. Um... Eddie Kingston walks out with Proud and Powerful. He's got the kendo stick, and he's doing the one-hand kendo stick thing, which I enjoy. Claudio gets his own entrance, and then finally John Moxley gets his own entrance, and the Blackpool Combat Club, Eddie Kingston, Proud and Powerful faction, is out there, as are the JAS. And now, Claudio Castagnoli and Sammy Guevara start us up here. Zoops, I remember we had this problem last year covering this match. Do you just want me to, like, walk through the match for the next three minutes here, and then we can sort of respond, or and you can just jump in at certain points, how do you want to cover this match? As it is an hour of wrestling,
1: People, why don't you hammer through some of the, some of the sort of the highlights on it, and we can we can we can touch a little bit more helicopter view uh, after that. Sort of go through go through what stood out for you in terms of I don't know, pacing and individual matchups and and sort of stuff that you think you're going to take away from this. Thank you. I will do. Uh, Daniel Garcia is your next entrant, and this is
0: already like showing such good booking I thought because Claudio Castagnoli the character that they are telling you is that this is the strongest guy in the company This no one all these tests of strengths all these moves this is the strongest guy here and certainly he looked like it. I'm sure you have some stuff to say later zooms about just Claudio in this match and I'll sort of save that for you as the in-house Claudio man uh but here putting him in against Sammy and Daniel Garcia it gives him reason to be fighting from under because uh, how else do you have like in a 1v1 matchup with Claudio it's like oh he should just be beating up the guy he's debuted this sort of thing but putting him in a 2v1 situation only three minutes into this match i thought was a really savvy idea uh garcia of course in a do-rag here which uh, made some real headway on twitter i saw he looked ridiculous i actually sort of thought he pulled it off um wheeler yuda enters from the blackpool combat club to even the odds really liked wheeler and um Sammy Guevara's bit here and in between the ropes that's always I think they call that the no man's land uh, in the war games matches which I always really enjoy Jake Hager then joins the fray I'm sure other people this was obvious too but it just slipped my mind like when those two faced off I was like oh right the real Americans these guys were a tag team for like for a year for a while like they were a pushed tag team that was actually a pretty good act I thought uh, the real Americans at the time was Zem Coulter uh they have a sequence together where they sort of tease the old tag team. You think about how many tag teams uh, Claudio's been a part of, the the Kings, the Real Americans with Tyson Kidd, with um The Bar. Uh, of course with Sheamus, The Bar, Thank You Zoobs. Uh really impressive stuff. Uh the 2v2 goes on for a while like I said Hager enters and then Mox comes in. Okay. Somebody on this fucking commentary team has to know what the move the Mox violence is. It's the second time he's done it at AEW and no one, he runs in, he grabs Sammy Guevara and he hits his old CZW finisher on him, which credit to Sammy Guevara, he laid down for almost 20 seconds for this, which by Sammy Guevara standards is like, getting run over by a tank and then shot by that same tank while you're in the ground and then a volcano explodes on you as it moltens you down to the center of the earth where people are shooting you from above that like that's the sort of thing you got to get to sanity you can't stay down for that long so I really appreciate it but commentary doesn't know the Mox violence i love this move someone learn it it's so badass he runs in he hits it on him immediately uh, and then Mox and you to get in a bunch of uh tag team offense showing maybe a bit of a mentor padawan thing going on in the bcc anything you want to jump in on there zoobs uh, in these pairings or were there any people that you were maybe more or less impressed by this far into the match
1: i like the early uh, around the part where you're sort of um talking about i like the early part of just like um you know all th- all things being equal when they get him you know where they want him these guys are going to beat their asses, right? That's sort of like it, it. It is an advantage. This situation, obviously, you know that like you have, you have the ultimate schemer in in Jericho, and he's going to have something up his sleeve, and there's going to be things. But you know, when you put the those guys. From the JAS against the, the power of the BCC and just let, them, let them loose. Like they're going to tear those guys apart uh, for a little bit. I thought that was uh, effective and sort of really plays into the BCC eth- ethos of just like they work together, they're ruthless, they're strong, they're, they're, this is like they, they can play in all these different fields.
0: Totally agree, and uh, totally supported by like every time a member tags in from the babyface team, they basically get a moment of offense with every heel. Or the heels uh, here we right yeah, perfectly time zooms is when a cool hand Ange comes in, and he's just just like running around the ring because none of the BCC members are selling. Like it's all JAS members laid out, and he's just like running like a you know like a dog chasing a cat or something finally claudio gets a hold of him, gets the gut wrench and the crowd just comes unglued for this claudio offense is very over in this federation it appears and uh everyone can understand why uh a newly bald ortiz runs in again much like myself the the buzzed head uh ortiz may be gaining some power the anti samson is he gets in offense on like i was saying every single heel daddy magic tags in for an enormous pop and a brief daddy magic chant And then he was the first heel to get like a shot in on everybody as the heels sort of start to get back up. This leads us into a Daniel Garcia-Wheeler-Uda slap exchange in the middle of the ring that was reminiscent of like a Zack Sabre Jr. or Shibata square off. I thought this was fucking awesome. But as the JAS start to get the advantage here, and maybe I'll pass this off to you here for a second, Zoobs, the crowd starts chanting, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. The last man to come in on the babyface sign I think, or for the whole match is Eddie Kingston. This guy is a star to these people, man. Chris Jericho's in that. Re- there are people, there are over people in that ring. And people are match, fucking match. Champions. There are fucking people ready for Eddie Kingston. Can you just talk about how he's managed to go from zero to hero in the main event of this big show, the last guy to enter the hero of the people? it's it's re- it's been really special.
1: Uh it's been really special and think he, he we've talked at length in the past about how he connects with people in a in a different way. I'm really interested to see what the next thing is going to be here with with Claudio because he is it's interesting. I, I, you know, you sort of pitched to me earlier um before the show started how you wanted to hear why sort of, you know, where we're going with Claudio and Eddie. I don't know if we want to get to it right now, Maybe we can save it for the end, but um he's somebody that they have we've had a lot of faith in now to to tell big stories and to um you know everything pays into everything he's been doing for the last 20 years like it's all been one big journey and now he's sort of navigating it um and we're all in on the ride i think in a way we weren't before um it's 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 pretty it's pretty great and pretty special
0: it really is and uh I think a huge credit has to be paid to John Moxley too, who never gets his credit. This guy who's incredible at getting talent over during that empty arena era uh, and forward. He's incredible. If you put somebody in a title program with John Moxley, he knows how to get them over to a degree. And Eddie Kingston, of course, took the ball and ran with it, but just another example of Mox introducing you consider eddie basically into the title picture not right away but quickly he's in that box feud, and for me that's a sleeper like top 10 best aw feud still i love those guys going back and forth i love their dynamic here where i thought there was going to be i thought they were going to steer a little harder into the eddie claudio stuff to be honest like they are doing like glances at each other and at the end of the match i don't want to jump too far ahead but of course eddie does sort of like hold cesaro or claudio's hand up even though he wanted to be the one who ends the match i just love the dynamics at play here it needs to be said they did this all with santana injured uh it looked like it was his knee that folded and he would just lay at ringside for this entire match which is crazy uh you get the ring exposed you just get a little bit of everything in this hour of wrestling i mean this was a feast for the eyes i don't know how they managed to pace it over an hour and get it to be such an enjoyable thing but by the time mox or sorry rather uh jericho and eddie were scaling the ring the, or the cage to the top i was like legitimately buzzing like pay-per-view room full of people like this is crazy let's go eddie go kill this dude i really couldn't say enough good things about tonight's blood and guts match i really loved it
1: yeah you, you're it's a big spot when you give it uh um you give it a full hour, it's a big spot, it's a big responsibility, and every time they do it, it's, it's, it's pretty much paid off. I mean, it's incredible.
0: It really is, and a credit to these performers that they know, okay, we're going to take huge damage. How many people took tax bumps? tax yeah. bumps how do you
1: say it tax bumps i think, a, I think tax bumps makes sense Yeah. whatever yeah. it and is he moves off that move through tables off the side uh, uh, buckets of blood yeah incredible even hager goes through
0: that table in the break like it looks like he's a little weird like he's like sitting at 90 degrees like no one gets out unscathed in this uh the baby faces do go over here which i was pleased to see i was expecting uh, like an Eddie-Claudio breakdown to cost them, but it, ultimately I do think it's a better booking decision to put these people over the JAS, so all great by me. Couldn't say enough good things about this match. Mox coming out, he just feels that he's he's a champion. He feels renewed, and this version of the man is just incredible. Dennis Work saying his accountant gave him tax bumps. Now, that's funny. That's...
1: <laughs>
0: I like that. And that... Was tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite Zoobs. What a blast it was to watch. Uh Eddie Kingston gets the fuck him up, Eddie. Fuck him up, but does not. He raises Claudio's arm to sort of take us off air hesitantly and sort of resistantly, but he does for the good of the team. Say, All right, this guy got the tap. I wanted it, but he did do it. I saw some people in our chat, but also on uh Twitter pontificating. I wonder if we get a uh, Eddie Claudio tag team exiting this. Any chance of that, Subs? And uh, would you be into that? Quite a you talk about a tag team that could fill each other's weaknesses. I mean, good gosh,
1: yeah. Uh, I'm interested, I'm, I'm interested because, um, these are two of, of my guys, and I, and I really like Eddie being put in this situation. I really do, um, it, because I feel sick to my stomach about it a little bit. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I I'm sort of like sitting there and I'm just like, it's, it's so much of Eddie's story has been like the, his past and the mistakes he's made and the things he learned and the growth he's shown. And now he's in a situation. It's like, Hey, you're in a, you're in a top of the card, main event, baby face slot with the, with the champion of the company, with the biggest guys. Are you going to, are you going to let old Eddie Kingston, a a, a beef from 12 years ago? Are you going to let that drag you down again? Are, Are you like, this is the chance to prove that you are a different person that you, are able to recognize you know your comfort zones and the things that are that have held you back in the past. It's a chance for growth. Um I'm really excited about it because I don't know what Eddie's gonna do. And if he and if he does turn, it's gonna be so it's gonna be so heartbreaking. It's gonna be heartbreaking because Eddie's brought us along with this and he's brought us along to like you're gonna know like he doesn't it there's two parts of him now going. Like there's the part of him that recognizes where he is in the in the road he's on and there's the part of him that isn't that just doesn't let go of beefs and isn't going to let go of this and it's going to consume him again. Um, It's awesome. I think it's really awesome.
0: Couldn't possibly agree more. It's, it's fun to think about. You talk about like Eddie bringing us along with him and where that might be leading to. Like you you think of self-destruction or our own worst traits. And here's the guy who you put it so well, is faced with an opportunity to where the the demons might come out and this could cost him everything this anger in his heart with claudio but i do think we are going to see that match i don't think they would steer any attention to it at all if you were they might get a tag team first or after but i I think that that would be a weirdly hot feud, even though Claudio isn't somebody who you think it's like, oh, Mr. Promo, if he's got Regal beside him or Mox beside him or Brian beside him doing a little chatting. I mean, Eddie doesn't need any backup against the BCC. And that's, uh, I just love the guy, man. In the absence of CM Punk, Eddie Kingston's the hook on this show to me. And uh, Kingston, Claudio and the BCC on whole is the the best thing on this program.
1: So, Very cool. Very cool to have Claudio there, and and have him, uh, as you said, sort of, he's he's positioned immediately as like he's the strongest guy, and 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 nobody wants to see him one on one, and and if you're undersized, he's gonna pick you up and throw you around, and um, I think it's great. I think it's great.
0: Totally agree with Dennis Dirty Work here saying Eddie and shoot and kayfabe needs conditioning teaming with Claudio and growing with him would be an awesome story. Uh, Matt and I actually talked about this on the Patreon uh, on the week, but I highly recommend. I w- won't talk about a huge length here, but the mocks post fight presser from Sunday after Tanahashi, and he talks about Claudio being in BCC and how he's like for these young guys, like Claudio is going to be their actual trainer. Like, he is going to get us in shape. Like, this guy's a human horse. Like, I want to be training with this guy working out every day. Like, he's going to get me and these young kids in shape. And I totally agree with Dennis there that uh, that that would be a great angle to even find Eddie. Like, that's almost more interesting than the, the young lions. Again, patreon.com slash joshc. If you want the full thoughts on that, $5 gets you into the Discord. Gets you all the Wrestling Brain solo episodes. You're going to love life. Patreon.com slash Zubes, that was Dynamite. Great show. Awesome. Great fucking show with some signs of booking problems being fixed, hopefully, and uh, when you get a show this good and there's still, like you pointed out earlier, so many great pieces to be added, that's pretty fucking encouraging for what's coming down the pipe. For sure. Absolutely. Is it time for the post-show show? show? I think it is. Good night. Oh, oh, uh, I got something to say to the nasty casties. Um, so I, I had, I guess, you know, I don't want to apologize. I never apologize. Uh, but I that met being said. that being said, <laughs> I met, uh, I I met, I'm going to say, I don't, you never want to be one of those people. Oh, I met people ever, but there was more than a half dozen people in Chicago this weekend who said something to the extent to me of, oh yeah, uh, I'm a nasty casty and like sort of broke eye contact. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, I just want you to know that's right. That's exactly correct. Uh, I appreciate that you knew that that is how it has to be. The Brady X at the top, VOD Nation at the bottom of the damn pyramid, the nasty Casties. Go work your way up. Go give us a rating on Spotify. Go give us a rating on iTunes, and maybe we can repair this relationship. Uh, of course, I'm joking. Uh, so nice to meet, uh, of course, everybody who listens to this in any way. Azubes, uh, anything you'd like to say to the Casties before we send them off into the night? Always a pleasure, Casties. Always a pleasure. Oh, you monster. <laughs> Love it, energy casties.